All right. Well, hey, Door of Hope Northeast. This is Cameron, and I'm here once again with a super special guest. This is Janet Frazier. Hey, Janet. Hi. Thanks for being with us. Um, yeah. Janet Janet works for Portland Rescue Mission, who if you've been around Door of Hope for uh, any amount of time at all, you've probably heard of PRM. Maybe you've served with PRM before or at least heard of some of the things going on. They have been an incredible organization uh, serving some incredible populations in our city for years and years. Um, Door of Hope, you know, the original Door of Hope has been a partner for years with them and we've, we've learned a ton from them and are just mm -hmm. delighted to, in our own small ways, kind of come alongside and continue to learn and, and support them however we can. And it's no different with Door of Hope Northeast. So uh, uh, Portland Rescue Mission is one of our kind of initial run of local ministry partners. And as we've done before, we just want to take a chance uh, in this video format to kind of give all of you a chance to hear a little bit about what uh, PRM is about um, and maybe some ways you can get involved. So um, I'm going to ask Janet a few questions. Is that okay with you? Okay. Yeah, that's great. Thanks for the opportunity. <laughs> awesome. Well, give us, give us just a quick snapshot of, of who you are and, and your role at the mission in particular. Sure. I came to work at the mission about a year and a half ago after 21 years in church ministry on the west side of town. And my title is the community, um, community involvement manager. And it's really focused on knitting the church and the mission together. And so I come from a local outreach role at a church and mobilizing the congregation to serve in our community was my focus there. And now it's my focus at the mission, but I just get to awesome. do it with lots of churches instead of just mine. Awesome. That's great. Well, give us, give us in like kind of the big picture, um, just what is the heart and kind of overarching mission of Portland Rescue Mission? Sure. Thank you. Um, the way I like to say it is I, Growing up in a church, being part of a church staff, I wanted to be helpful around these key issues in our community, but I didn't always know how to do it. And so um, what we do is help mobilize the church. Um, that partnership is so important to us. I looked up your um, mission statement at Door of Hope, and it says a community centered around Jesus and his gospel. And I feel like that could also be ours. <laughs> and so we partner together. You exist to bring people into a relationship with Jesus and to disciple them. And we exist to help your congregation provide compassionate care mm. that can turn into transfer, transform lives. So I think that uh, local churches, we can get, um, we can want to help and not know how to do it. We can get kind mm. of frozen with fear of saying the wrong thing, doing the wrong thing, not knowing what's going to happen in a situation. And so we really exist to come alongside of you to provide coaching and company as you um, expose yourself to people that Jesus loved. And so our primary populations that we serve are um, men, women, and children that are struggling with homelessness and addiction. So our in-game is more than moving people into homes and um, celebrating a year of sobriety. Our in-game really is about transformation mm -hmm. and about people growing in their Christian maturity. And um, we believe God sees them the same way he sees us as beloved children. And so we just want to be a part of helping to restore the relationship with God and um, seeing them grow and become ministers themselves to others. Hmm. Yeah, that's, that's beautiful. And, and one of the things that you, you kind of touched on that I've, I've realized 
you know, more recently than I should have is <laughs> just so many people have a heart and a desire to, to come alongside folks who are experiencing houselessness, homelessness, whatever, mm-hmm. um, or addiction or you, you, really any issue, but yeah. every issue is so unique in particular, people can end up doing a lot more harm than benefit uh, if, if they don't really take the time to understand like all the dynamics that are involved. And so mm-hmm. we just really appreciate that, that uh, you do this amazing ministry, but you also do a wonderful job of equipping people like us who, who mm-hmm. might be in that position. We want to help, but we could end up hurting without expertise from someone like you. So I just sure, to and thank you. Yeah. Not to interrupt, but I feel new. So I've only been at the mission about a year and a half and I feel the same way. I feel like every week I go in a staff person with more experience equips me to be better at the work that I'm doing. And so that's what we want to do with, with the people in your church is just um, equip them to do ministry in their neighborhood, in the neighborhood around your church. And it's a great place to come learn how to do that is to come along and hang out with us for a while. Yeah. Love it. Well, I don't know, this might be kind of a strange question, but thought I'd ask it. Uh, what are some things that people might not um, know about the work that PRM does uh, that you'd like for people to know? Because people probably have a general sure. idea, but anything that feels like you're having conversations over and over again, man, people don't understand this thing about what we Yeah, doing. yeah, thank you for asking that question. Um, I want you to know that um, the ministry actually works. Uh, it's hard work, but it does work. And so our participants are courageous. Our staff and our volunteer staff are selfless and they are prayerful, faithful people. And the Lord uses all of us to bring about life transformation. It's been really fun to have that front row seat, meaningful, um, watching lives get transformed and changed. Mm. And so in the future, we'll be sharing probably more stories with you about the life transformation that's happening. But One of my favorite stories from the past year was a woman that was in Delta Park in a tent and she went into labor and she just cried out to God and said, if this is not what you have for me, Lord, you're going to have to bring something else into my life. I don't want to live this way anymore. And she came into our program and um, out of the hospital, moved in with us and Mm -hmm. uh, graduated our program in a little over a year. And she's got a job at Home Depot. She's got her own housing. She was reunified with her son that had been taken from her at the hospital when he was born because she wasn't in any shape to be a mom. Mm. And it's just this beautiful story of transformation. And the Lord used people like me and just normal folks <laughs> to um, really bring about that transformation in her life. And so it, it actually works. And I, w- I didn't know that until I came to work for the mission. Wow. Well, so to, to someone who, uh, you know, is maybe curious about, about yeah. this, what, what would you say are some kind of, cause there's scale on these things, you know, there's yeah. less and more involved ways to be a part of, of, to be a part of the work here, but what are some of the kind of key entry level ways for someone who's like, Hey, I want to check this out. I want to get involved, but I, I'm not ready to make kind of a, a super deep, super complex commitment yeah. to, to this. Yeah. The first thing I would suggest is when you're traveling and you're at a hotel, you get all those little toiletries, um, collect them, gather them, bring them to the mission. We actually mm. use those to develop relationships mm. with um, folks on the street. So they can come in 24 seven, use a restroom, get fresh water. Um, we give them razors and toothpaste and toothbrushes and all those things that you donate help us begin to develop a relationship that could eventually lead to someone making a choice to come off the street. 
And so that's an easy one everybody can do once we start traveling again. Um, if you use bottle drop, we have blue bottle drop bags that you can collect your cans um, in your workplace or at your school. And then you turn those in and those get turned into donations that go to the mission. Um, we do not receive any federal funding. And so everything, all the services are free to our participants. And so all of our funding comes from individuals, church partners like Door of Hope and, and businesses. And so that's a little thing you can do is collect pop cans in your neighborhood or maybe your uh, Memorial Day barbecue. If you have a small COVID friendly gathering, you can um, have a blue bottle drop bag and, nice. um, and that money goes to the mission. Um, uh, let's see if there's another thing. Donation drives. Um, it's been a hectic time in our community for restaurants, as you know. And so mm. the giving of food to the mission has slowed down. And so we need canned fruits and vegetables, that kind of thing. And so you could maybe sponsor something like that in your community. Those are all kind of simple um, entry-level things. The other thing I just say is come take a tour. Come mm. see us. Spend, a cup, spend an hour with us learn about what we do, meet the staff, meet our guests and participants and learn more about what we're doing. Yeah. Awesome. Those are great. Well, what about, uh, what about some things on kind of the higher, higher end of, of commitment and involvement? Sure. I feel like if the Lord and your Holy Spirit is saying to you, Hey, this is a ministry that I might have for you. What we would love is to have more people who are gospel centered believers that would serve in our hospitality ministry. So one of those roles is actually front desk reception. When people come in off the street, you are the first person that they meet. You can get to know their name, you can pray with them. And it's just frontline ministry. Um, it's for somebody that's hospitable and has a bit of a backbone is how I say it. <laughs> so you, <laughs> but we train you and staff's always available to assist. The other thing is to come serve a meal. You can serve breakfast once a week. You can gather a group of friends together who, um, would be willing to come and make dinner at our addiction recovery places. They're called New Life Ministry. And you serve alongside participants in recovery, make dinner together, serve dinner to everybody in the house, and you get to know the participants that you serve alongside. And so when they get a year into the program and they graduate, you come to graduation and celebrate how you've seen the Lord do transformational work in their hearts. We need one-on-one -on -one mentors. So men and women that would be willing to make a commitment for a year to walk through the recovery year with somebody. Mm. So one other way that you could be involved is you could bring your family or your small group to come out and um, just work on the property alongside of participants. You could do that either at Shepherd's Door or the Harbor, or we also have community houses. We have a community house in Northeast where you could come and do yard work and mow the lawn and that kind of thing. Women in transition after graduation, before they um, launch into life on their own are able to live at that house, women and women and kids. And so it's just a great way to kind of provide some support, bring a, bring a dinner that they can um, easily cook uh, when you come out to serve that kind of thing. So lots of opportunities around those That's for amazing. groups. Yeah. Awesome. Well, okay, that's that's a super informative overview. Um, okay, if if someone were listening to this and they were kind of on the fence, they were like, eh, "Yeah, that sounds interesting, but I don't know." Uh, what would you say to them uh, to urge them to to get involved with PRM? I would say easy thing to do today is to start following us on social media. So check out the pdxmission.org social media. 
You'll learn more about how we do it, what we do. The next thing I would say is to check out the website and hear stories. We have a lot of stories mm. of participants um, who have been through our program and life change that is happening and um, just spend some time on there. We have employment opportunities. We have volunteer opportunities. Um, it's a good way to learn about us without making the commitment to come downtown. But I would also genuinely invite you to come and tour us. Uh, we love to give tours to people and it's not a pressure kind of tour. We just want you to know more about this because in addition to volunteering your time, we also want you to know when someone in your family or your workplace, your church is dealing with either houselessness or addiction, that there's a place that you know a little bit about that you can refer them to. We really think of um, Door of Hope as a referring agency. So when you know somebody that's hurting, you can call our intake folks you can refer them to us for services. We can help them find the right services. And then we refer our folks because they need church communities to come be part of your church community. So there's sort of a referral partnership that happens there. Mm, awesome. Well, thank you so much, Janet, for your time. Uh, and thank you thank you for the work and the ministry that you do um, to, to our city. Like, we're deeply grateful for you. Thank you. Well, we exist really to partner with the church. So without Door of Hope, there's no PDX mm. mission. So um, we really, uh, we appreciate your long-term partnership and faithfulness. And we pray for your church. So. Awesome. Thank you so much. And we'll have a great day. And uh, I'm sure we will be uh, seeing more of you here soon. Good. Look forward to it. All right. Take care. Take care.